Welcome once again to the third episode of Lux Insider with me, your host Anita Khatri. I am so grateful to all my listeners and also happy to receive your fabulous feedback. Before we dive deeper into the topic of this episode, here's a quick look at what happened last week. As we celebrated Diwali in India, it was also Diwali for the entire watch industry. And I have reasons for saying this. Have I got you wondering why I am saying so? On 4th November at Geneva, the watch industry celebrated the most coveted watch awards called GPHG, which is Grand Prix Orthologie de Geneva. And also there was the only watch auction. This auction generated a whopping Swiss franc 30 million, which is equivalent to in rupees 243 crores. So what is GPHG? It is touted as the Oscars of the watch industry. GPHG celebrates and promotes the art of watchmaking worldwide. These awards have been in the industry since the last 20 years, where some of the most coveted masterpieces are judged. I am a member of GPHG Academy, wherein I voted online for the participating brands. There was certainty with a few pieces as winners like Louis Vuitton's Tambour Carpe Diem in the Audacity category, but there were few surprise winners as well, like Bernard Ledra's Central Impulse Chronometer in the Innovation category. 19 prize winners were announced by the 30 members jury at the ceremony in Geneva on 4th November. Keep in mind, 84 timepieces were nominated, out of which 18 timepieces were awarded. The ultimate best in show distinction, which is also known in French as Aguidor Grand Prix, was awarded to Bulgari for the Octo Finissimo Perpetual Calendar. A well-deserved piece. If you do recognize this collection, the Octo Finissimo has been winning world records for the last seven years for its slimmest moment and its ultra complication. Apart from the Ecuador category, there were 18 other winners that were awarded for the quality of their creation in various categories. These included Audemars Piguet, Bernard Lederer, Chopard, Van Cleef & Apples, amongst others. Additionally, the special jury prize awarded to a personality or an influential institution on the watchmaking scene was backed by Dubai Watch Week. The 2021 award-winning watches will subsequently be presented during Dubai Watch Week from November 24th to 28th. The GPHG event was followed by the only watch charity auction. Now you will understand why I said it was Diwali also for the watch industry. It is known to be the most prestigious charity auction in the world of watches, where watch brands create beautiful, unique timepieces to do good. The auction took place in Geneva on 6th November, which saw 53 one-off timepieces made exclusively for only watch by the world's greatest and most desirable brands and independent watchmakers. Christie's was the auctioner for the third time in a row. This biennial charity auction raised a whopping Swiss franc 30 million, which is equivalent to 243 crores in the 2021 edition, 
with a Patek Phillips complicated desk clock selling at rupees 77 crores and Audemars Piguet's Royal Oak Jumbo at rupees 25 crores. In other news, we hear that Helgesen's Vitro Labs, a biotech company based out of California, is developing lab-grown leather where they attempt to change the source of leather but not leather itself. This is wonderful news and the CEO Ingvar Helgesen says they are pioneering a new way to make real leather without harming people, animals or the planet. This is one more step towards sustainability. And with that, we move on to our focus for this episode, sustainability in the luxury world. All through 2020 and 2021, I've come across luxury brands releasing products that have incorporated sustainable production techniques or have committed themselves to sourcing materials that have been sustainably produced. Some brands have committed themselves to projects focused on conservation and preservation of the environment. What is the sustainability trend all about? Who's pushing this trend? Consumers or is it a serious commitment at the management level to curb climate change is it a business strategy to woo millennials and generation z let's take a closer look a scary fact the fashion industry is the second most polluting industry after oil in 2020 business of fashion an online platform for the global fashion industry reported that the fashion industry's greenhouse gas emissions range from an estimated 4% to 10% of the global total without significant intervention the industry will be unable to align with the global goals of limiting global warming to no more than 1.5% degree celsius united nations intergovernmental panel on climate change report 2021 outlines that failure to heed to this limit may lead to catastrophic events the beauty industry too has their own set of issues according to zero waste week a uk based award winning annual sustainability campaign more than 120 billion units of packaging are produced globally every year by the cosmetic industry contributing to the loss of 18 million acres of forest annually in the auto sector the government has come forward to support the manufacture of electric vehicles as one of the solutions to combat the environmental problems posed by the auto industry luxury products command a price as they offer durability and promise quality these products are honed by skilled craftsmanship in short they are built to last long so that they can be passed down generations hence less demand for luxury products and lesser manufacturing by that logic the luxury industry is comfortably placed to work towards a green environment although is that really the case needless to say there are many contradictions to the way the industry operates the luxury industry will continue to grow feeding into our desire for new needs with offerings of customization or exclusivity embracing sustainability would 
imply that luxury industry should follow a different path when it comes to creativity and transgression. They would have to work towards more transparency. It may be some time before most luxury businesses become sustainable businesses. But we are seeing change. Many luxury brands have already made some changes to their respective ecosystems like cutting down carbon emissions, taking action on energy consumption and using renewable energy sources. In 2020, 32 companies from fast fashion houses and luxury fashion brands including household names such as the H&M Group, Zara, Ralph Lauren, Chanel and Prada signed the Fashion Pact promising to combat greenhouse gases and emphasize sustainability in the industry. This represented a key step in how the fashion industry plans to play its part in saving the planet, reports an article in Harper's Bazaar. Some brands have made changes in their shipping habits, relying less on air, instead building bulkier freights. Strategic CSR initiatives have also benefited brand equity. Some luxury brands have begun revisiting their older collection and upcycling them. Take for instance Prada. Prada's real nylon collections, a limited edition of 80 reworked vintage looks from the 1930s to 1980s, were released under Upcycle by Miu Miu. Another example of upcycling from Louis Vuitton is the release of spring-summer collection of 21 LV trainers. The collection, as it is called, follows the upcycling ideology, which has been conceived by Virgil Abloh. He disassembled the 2019 LV trainer, then transformed the materials to create new versions of the existing silhouette. The result? No two pairs would be the same, nor totally different. In the space of watches, the Swiss watch brand Ulis Nader launched the R-straps to its Diver, Marine and Freak X collections. The straps are made from recycled fishing nets, one of the main sources of plastic pollution. Another watch brand, Breitling, has undertaken many sustainability projects. They have introduced an eco-friendly, foldable and reusable watch box made from 100% upcycled plastic bottles. Watch and jewellery brands have been synonymous with using precious metals and stones that have been mined putting many indigenous communities at risk. However, as recently as 2018, Chopard adopted the practice of sustainability by committing itself to using raw materials produced ethically. They define ethical gold as coming from artisanal small-scale mines. Chopard Stop procuring rubies from Myanmar owing to the ethnic and discriminatory Rohingya crisis. In India, beauty and the fashion industry are forerunners to adopt sustainability. I am sure you have heard about Forest Essentials and may have also used their products. The Ayurvedic luxury beauty brand has reduced the use of plastic by a significant percentage. They use recyclable PET and glass in their new packaging. The outer packaging has always been in biodegradable cartons. For orders placed online, 
Recyclable air-filled paper pouches are used over paper cushions for the products inside the cartons. This is an effort worth appreciating. On World Oceans Days this year, brands Shivan and Naresh announced their sustainable swimwear range manufactured from fabrics derived from recycled ocean waste. When we think about sustainability and fashion, we cannot overlook Grassroots by Anita Dongre. A sustainable luxury pret-a-porter brand, the designer put herself firmly behind reviving artisanal crafts and offering craft people livelihoods through the numerous NGOs she collaborates with. Talking about luxury travel, India promises sustainable yet luxurious stays. The best eco-friendly hotels in India are known to respect nature, engage with the community and care for every being in their surroundings. They excel in their holistic sustainability ethos while providing the very best in luxe accommodations. Some of the sustainable luxe properties that come to my mind are Pench Tree Lodge in Madhya Pradesh, Evol Back at Kabani, Sujan, the Sarai at Jaisalmer in Rajasthan, Sujan Sherbag at Randhambore, Rajasthan. By the way, per night stay at the Sujan Sherbag at Randhambore begins at almost rupees 85,000 a night and goes up to rupees 1.5 to 2 lakhs. Moving to sustainability in the auto sector. In today's scenario of increasing consumer comfort, ownership of private vehicles has become a common phenomenon. You cannot ignore environmental implications of using personal vehicles, like exhaust emission of pollutants from vehicles and urban air pollution. Leading players in the luxury auto sector have been working tirelessly to reduce carbon emissions. Niti Aayog estimates there will be 5 crore electric vehicles in India by 2030. This is a report released earlier this year. Incentivization for the brands as well as consumers by the government can go a long way in other sectors of the luxury world. While the sustainability trends have also caught on the Indian shows, how are consumers reacting to these trends? The pandemic also proved to be a catalyst in consumers taking an active interest in luxury brands' sustainability practices as the world was forced to reassess the fast-paced lives that we lived. It forced us to stop and think about what real luxury meant to everyone. Brands too reciprocated with the sentiments of the markets and adopted transparency in their communications. Brands are adopting a fundamental shift in what luxury means as consumers become more environmentally and socially aware. Along with this, digital channels have become more important as sources of inspiration and knowledge. Majority of Generation Z shoppers prefer to buy from sustainable products and they are most willing to spend 10% more on sustainable products. Generation Z and millennial consumers associate themselves as conscious, collaborative, creative, conversational, and when they feel justified, openly critical and cancelling of brands that demonstrate poor global citizenry.
According to the recent study by Futera, 79% of Generation Z and 66% of Millennials believe that brands are never honest enough when talking about how environment-friendly their products are. It may take a long time until the majority of the luxury industry is sustainable, but the positive change has begun and is here to stay. We applaud every initiative that the brands have taken to become sustainable. And all that I can say to you all listeners, change begins with one own self changing. And we all need to contribute together to make the universe a better place to live in. Make sure you subscribe to or follow this podcast wherever you're listening to it right now so you don't miss out on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Lux Insider. I am your host Anita Khatri and I'll be back next week with yet another exciting episode where I'm joined by a renowned fashion designer.